Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of The Daily Stand-Up. My name is Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad. And without any further ado, let's get started. One topic that I've been seeing come up a lot lately, especially with companies who are trying to embrace and scale Agile, is the importance of vision and the strategy and the difference between the two and how they relate. And, you know, I hear some vocabulary get thrown around quite a lot. Um, you know, for some organizations, they call it their purpose. For others, it's a vision. For some, it's a mission. For some, it's a strategy. For others, it's just tactics or way to get to the end result. And I thought it would be a good time for us to resolve and to get rid of any, you know, uh, misconceptions so that we could all be on the same page with regard to the importance of why a vision and strategy should exist, who it supports, and how the vision and strategy helps the organization be successful. Right out of the gate, the vision is often applied at two levels. Uh, most organizations that are successful have a corporate vision and strategy, and this is the vision for why our company exists. In my definition, this will be more of a purpose. So if we broke down the vocabulary, let's do that first. That might be a better idea. The purpose is the reason for which something is done or created, or for the reason for which something exists. You know, my purpose in life is to do X. My purpose for this company is to do Y. You know, we need to have a clear purpose, but not only do we need a clear purpose, but we need some type of executable strategy that aligns with that purpose. If I'm talking about vision, I'm talking about the ability to think about or plan for the future using some imagination, creativity, and wisdom. So I can still have some wisdom based on things that I know, but I'm trying to use my imagination and my creativity moving forward to make sure that we're building the right products and services for our organization. A mission is a strongly felt aim, ambition, or goal. As part of our vision, our mission is going to be to do X or Y. So it just aligns and sort of lays a pathway. You know, based on what we know and based on what you've just now been told, your mission is to complete X. And that could be, a mission could be a product statement, a mission could be uh, an initiative, and uh, you know, we can go into deeper detail here as we go. Strategy is a planned action or policy designed to achieve the major overall aim. So strategy, in my opinion, is probably the most important of these. And then tactics or tactical operations or what the people are on the ground, what, what are they doing in order to achieve this, right? So it's an action or strategy that's carefully planned to achieve a specific end, and usually it's smaller in size or scope. It's something that people can get their head around and say, yeah, you know, that's something that I can contribute in order to help get to that end goal, that end conclusion. So with that being said, let's revisit we said corporations should have a corporate vision and strategy. Uh, this vision and strategy is tied to what is our goal as a company? What are we trying to achieve? What problem are we trying to solve? What are we trying to make better? Who is our target customer? Do we know who they are? And what steps are we taking in order to make sure that we have them not only uh, addressed, but that we, we understand them in such a way that what we're building is going to provide them great value? The second vision is more of a product-aligned vision. So you can have a product-aligned vision and strategy, and this is how does this product, which aligns, or project, I should add, which aligns to our corporate vision and strategy, how does this specific product or project answer one of our goals, or how does it address one of our concerns, or how does it align with the things that our end users or consumers are trying to do? And I think that oftentimes we get hung up on words, and we get hung up on what we're trying to deliver. The goal here when we're talking about vision and strategy is alignment. So if at any point you feel like you're getting hung up, it might be a good idea for you to have this meeting between product owners and stakeholders originally to make sure that the product vision is in line 
with what the strategic vision of the organization is as a whole. You might also want to have a vision uh, meeting with teams that align uh, towards the product or service that they're trying to build to make sure they have a clear understanding. I remember when I was working in one organization that uh, I was working with a young lady and you know, I asked her, what floor are you going to? And she says, eight. I said, oh, I'm going to eight, too. I don't think I've ever met you. She said, I'm Susie. I said, pleasure to meet you, Susie. I'm Lee. I said, what do you do? She said, I'm just a developer. I said, that's interesting. What just a product do you work on? And she told me. And my next question was, why? And her response was, who are you? I said, we already did that. You're Susie. I'm Lee. Why do you work on that product? And she said, you know, that's what I get paid to do. And I think that we find ourselves surrounded by people who are just there because it's what they get paid to do. It's their mission. It's it's, you know, they're not there for anything more than the paycheck because they don't understand some very simple questions. So the challenge that I put out there is for us to behave a little bit more like good media. Notice I said good media. You know, I don't want you to sensationalize or try to make things out of line, but I do want you to have a plan in place for better understanding how to, you know, create a vision and strategy statement and how that would implicate you as an individual towards accountability and how it would uh, implicate the team towards getting the work done. So uh, when I'm talking about a press release, you know, I, I want to think about it in terms of a true, actual press release. It often has a catchy title or headline, something that's going to hook you in, something that's clickbait, if you will, something that's going to, you know, extra, extra read all about it, you know, uh, XYZ company releases new innovative product, you know, that kind of thing. We want to make sure it's something that's going to get the attention of those who are around you so that you can uh, gather their gather their initial response. You, you want to get that, that inertia, that excitement, that energy that comes from someone just reading a headline. Part two is a tagline, an inline, or a byline. And this line usually is just a better explanation. So it helps us break down and understand, hey, you know, this is what they're really trying to do, or this is what they're really talking about, to make sure that once our initial interest is captured, that our follow-up interest is still at an equally high excitement or energy level. Part three comes from Jeffrey Moore in his book, Crossing the Chasm. It's a sales book, but he talks about having an elevator pitch. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge fan of Shark Tank, the television show. And I can tell you right now, Mark Cuban, when you ask him, what is the number one thing people do incorrectly when they're on Shark Tank? Either A, they don't know their numbers, or B, they don't know how to present themselves. And this pitch kind of aligns with the presentation. Uh, it should read something like this. For our target customer who is struggling with or suffering from this major problem, our product is this type of product that provides this key benefit or compelling reason to buy it. Unlike our competitors' inferior product, our product does this way different or better, and this is what sets us apart. Now, while that sounds kind of lofty, the reason this is so important is, if you follow along, what it's really saying is, for who? Who is our target customer? Who is suffering from this problem? This is why. This is why we're building a product or service. The product formal name, that's the what, is a more clearly defined what that provides this key benefit, a compelling reason to buy it. That's how it solves the problem. So unlike our primary competitive uh, alternative, this is when you're talking about your competition, you're discussing why you're doing things now. Our product does this different or better where. How is it going to be applied where, right? So if I read this out to you, what it really says is, check this out, for who who, why, the what is a more defined what that how. Unlike why when is important, our product provides this value where. For those of you who aren't keeping track, that answers all the key questions. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. 
This provides all the information necessary for people to be able to say, I know who to target audiences. I know what problem I'm trying to solve. I have something to come to work for every day instead of feeling like I'm coming to work every day and just having my will to live be sucked away. I understand what our product name is, what it does, why it's called that, what type it is, what category it belongs in. I understand who the competitors are and why it's so important for us to address this and get it out soon, as soon as we can. And I know what separates our product or service from all the other ones that are out there. I feel like too often we don't go through that that big step there at the end. You know, we can't be afraid to call out our competitors. You know, we want to be tender if it's something that we're just replacing internally. But if it's something where we have an opportunity to call out one of our competitors, it's a good idea to do so and get that out of the way. In addition, you know, we want to make sure we're not stating a statement of need at the beginning. This wouldn't be reading the same if it was for children who need a bicycle, but this might be for children who have blister-covered feet from walking on hot pavement. At this point, they not only need a bicycle, but they probably need a new pair of shoes to go with it. I think it's just critical for us to understand that this statement really does gather the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how, and it puts it into a pitch that can be very easily conveyed so that it's something that we can, uh, you know, tell anyone who asks us, you know, instead of, I'm here because that's what I get paid to do, this is going to clear everything up and give you something solid to move on. The final part of the press release is an internal or external quote. Now, the internal quote is usually something pretty cheesy. You know, uh, Johnny Lovemore, senior marketing director, says you'll love this product more if you apply this. You know, that kind of guy. Or the external is usually, you know, Susie from Bozeman, Montana said, you know, this product is great. It's the best thing since sliced bread. I will never slice bread the same way again. Glad I purchased it at the state fair. No, but it, it, the point is, you know, even though that's humor, the point is we need to be in line with that vision and strategy. We need to understand that without that vision, it's going to be hard for us to understand exactly what we're supposed to be doing and why. So I hope you found this useful. For the rest of the week, tune in as we're going to cover other topics regarding the process and uh, the simple things that we need to do in order to make sure that we better understand product strategy. I hope you enjoyed this presentation. As always, we invite you to visit AgileDad.com where you can learn more about this and many other topics. Thank you for being here. As always, stay well, stay healthy, and stay agile. Take care, my friends.